Sorry, were you saying, Trevor? You can't fool me with that, Matt. What was he saying? He was talking about Goldfinger. Correct. I was talking about the concert I went to. It was in like uh, February of twenty. Oh, no. oh my 20? goodness! What a goal we turned Welcome that on. Episode one hundred twenty-seven of Off the Crossbar Ray Also Like Podcast. It's the U.S. Open Cup special edition once again, and we're recording while we watch the match. You guys and, get uh, me yeah, talking. It, I'm yeah. sorry. So start not paying attention to the game, and I miss what just happened. I know it's not and our my fault. My diabolical plan has come to fruition. No, bit. it's definitely my fault. Not your fault, Kyle. You are blameless. Okay, throwing ball what? in the box. Oh, that's just a block. I mean, but like, oh, good what is, Where is any of our mid? Like, why is no one marking someone at the top well, of the box? Like, and Mecca, no oh, they, in they, the box trying to leap for that ball. They sold out really hard. For the ball the guy was bringing like he's bringing a baseline right and just the entire team leaned that way i mean he's not really like good defense but like that's what happened it's something well yeah it, it certainly wasn't good defense given what we just saw anyway where are you guys in the game i'm at 49 50 49 okay so you're like two seconds ahead of me yeah Kyle and I are in the future. Cool. Trevor, we're trying not to spoil things too hard for you, but no, that's fine. It's going to happen anyway. We're fine with it. Should we get the RSL news segment out of the way real quick? Because there's you just guys one. already spoiled that goal for me by asking me questions. Oh, good. Are we doing RSL news? I don't even there's, have to dock there's up. There's one bit of RSL news, and that's that Juan Diego Luna was called up to the U20 national team. Juan Diego Cup. Luna? Sorry. I'm just kidding. That's, that's the one. <laughs> um, we yeah, don't he, have a doc for this. Founded that uh, school in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I sh- no one quick thing is okay. he did get released. There was some question about whether he'd be shown as a midfielder or forward for this squad. Um, he was noted as a. Wait, did we skip social hour and? Yeah, that's well, why no, I was asking not, about the doc because we just went straight into news and no, we whatever. Can do the news in this little gap between things. Okay, that's fine. While we're distracted, we and then we we'll go to the more important yeah. part of the show with the social hour. Sorry. He he plays weird <laughs> positions for he. It's still up in the air what his best position is. Like I think it's assumed that he's a ten. Um and oh, oh my no. oh no, give up another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you serious, man? Right after I tweeted well, that I loved this. I hope we're not spoiling it for any of our Patreon live listeners, Ben. (laughs) Yeah. We do love the Open Cup. RSL is just a bad team. It's fine. Man. (sighs) About Diego Luna, he he himself has kind of led the charge and like everybody thinking he's a 10. That's where anytime anybody asks, that's his answer is I prefer being like a playmaking midfielder, a number 10. So like it makes sense. That that's what we think. Yeah, but he, he but certainly played, doesn't really play that for RSL, and he often doesn't really play that at the national team level either. Correct. He has played. He plays the eight sometimes, but he also plays uh, as like a forward winger. Um, how did okay? Bobby Pierre is not it. I'm no. going to go ahead and say that right now. That man is Wait, n- is it not a good defender? Is it Bobby Pierre? Delance Pierre? I thought it was Delance. Or Delance. Delance. Sorry, sorry. I've He's not going to be on this roster. Like that, that is just terrible. How are you going to let him bring the ball down? Whatever. Um, 
Don't make me hate this cup. I cannot. Ugh. Okay, anyway, um, he was listed as a midfielder, but last time he played for the national team, he played as a right winger. Um, not a commentary on his politics. I'm just saying that he played, he on, played on the right side of the field in a forward position right. usually oh. used for like a what you would call a winger. Yeah, so... I guess we'll see what happens. That roster is pretty pretty fun. I'm looking forward to the 20 World Cup. He should get some time. He'll probably be coming off the bench. Um, and I, I honestly think if he does, if he if he is coming off the bench, I think he might be more likely to come off the bench as a midfielder. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Good for good for him for continuing to get called up by the U20s. Um, yeah. What, pretty, is, what does Paxton Aronson play? Uh, uh midfieldish? Well, midfieldish is a good so he's last time he played for the Nash the U20s, he played left wing across from Luna. Oh, so okay. but he is he has been deployed like he's kind of the same ish. He's he's better than Luna, obviously. Um he's at Eintracht Eintracht Frankfurt. Oh, I would agree with that, I think. Um <laughs> but he's not going, right? <laughs> no, he's he's not being released by his club. Um yeah, anyway. So uh, should be a fun tournament. I man, so lots of highs and lows of this one so far. Let me just bring it back to Bev Talk. I saw Matt drinking some yeah. ginger beer, I believe. Yeah, it's a, a cock and bowl diet, classic ginger oh. beer. Yeah, it's a diet. I, so there's a story like behind this ginger beer. Tell us the story, uh, the and, brand or that specific bottle. Uh, well, that I bought ginger beer today, and that's oh, okay. that I. I had a work event over at the grid in Pleasant Grove. So I, mm-hmm. I crossed the barrier and went into Utah County today. <laughs> and uh, that was unpleasant enough to give me a little bit of nausea, which is to say that uh, turns out go-karts are uh, a recipe for motion sickness for me. And is that in? That's in. Look at that. RSL oh, okay. three goal. Mike, Michael Chang. Is that Chang? That's Chang. Yeah, oh, with great that was Gomez with Chang. the assist too. I great think. assist from Gomez. Oh boy, I love this tournament so much. It's so <laughs> dude, this is. Oh, look so at Gomez, Gomez on the wing, dude. Look at him I go. I know that Gomez right now is playing against like kind of a bunch of scrubs but like oh he's playing like it too like did you see the way he just like uh controlled and dribbled the ball probably yeah. for three minutes ago he's just messing around out there and it's so yeah good. like he's i mean it we kind of started saying it like a few weeks ago but like genuinely i think like he's what the best player on the team One uh, of yeah them. he he might he, he's top two for Listen, me right now he needs to continue producing form yeah, he needs to yeah. continue producing, obviously, but like with his but, I mean, the numbers that he's, he's putting up already, he's yeah, got like like once he started getting on the on this on the score sheet with assists and goals, like he's he's looking nice. No, he he is. Hang on, let's pull up his numbers because I swear he's at like three goals and like five assists already. He he might be, and like I, I don't know in open or in open cup what he's at. Demir is that Demir just got in trouble for playing on the ground? Like that's all. Yeah. Anyway. Um, man, I love this tournament. It's so fun. Uh, so er- earlier at Kaye, Keaton asked me, he said, would you rather RSL win tonight away at Portland in this open cut match or yes, or win? <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> but they, and lose next Wednesday at home to Portland or the inverse. Yeah. Would you rather? Yeah. I would always, Zach, I would yeah, agreed with cup. me. 
this, win this Open is Cup. not a year where we're looking to win That's MLS Cup or the Supporters <laughs> Shield. The whole league would have to collapse for us to win the Supporters yeah, Shield. That's I what think. I said. The whole league would so have to collapse. We'd have to make some big signings for uh, things to change, I'd say. Um, uh, anyway, one goal so and three assists prior to this game. I'm drinking a, MLS. Oh, that's just MLS. Yeah. Okay. One goal, three assists. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, if he keeps scoring some more goals, okay. A lot of thoughts on my mind right now. First of all, doc, uh, brew doctor, Superberry is what I got going on right now. Okay. Old, old, okay. Old booch Trevor coffee or you not, you not got anything on your way right now. I have coffee right now. Um, yeah, earlier we were kind of hitting the, the I was going to say Pedialyte, but like the Gatorade oh. version of Pedialyte. Yeah. It's pretty uh, heavy. Yeah. Gator, Gator but no, right now it's coffee. <gasps> oh, that, that chipped. Oh, I thought that was going to go in. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. So, a, uh, where are we ranking that going? Goal? Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best, goal, best RSL goal of all time. <laughs> Four things we're talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so I did go karting, do well made myself cards. nauseated, motion sick. Uh, so I'm still feeling feeling the effects. If I if I go off camera for a minute, I'll try to make sure I mute. But you know, no guarantee. Oh, are you are you like that sick from it? Uh, n- n- almost that has not quite. A weak a constitution. Tolerance. Wow. I mean, yes, but you don't have to tell everyone like that. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of true. I, um, yeah, it just happens so easily. Uh, but I usually don't end up, you know, needing to vomit from those circumstances. So, ooh, let's see this. Hold on. Demir's leading the attack. Oh. We got a ball out to Zabusovsky. He's got to play for us. Oh, oh four, three. Right. <gasps> <laughs> Is that Chang again? Chang with two what goals. Chang oh, again. Chang. Dude, wait, how Top did you five get five like player of all time? Oh, I rewound it. That's why. <laughs> oh my gosh. No way. No way. That Our shot of Pablo is... Mastroeni is very funny because he looks so sad. I know. <laughs> just just not okay, excited but, to be here. Yeah, so good from, just so good from Crylock. Really good from Danny. Really yeah. good from Danny. Danny Musovsky's our open cup hero. Dude. I'm calling it. He like he, that trade or however we got him this year, remember. and they're only going to be in the Open Cup. Oh, watching that shot from behind of Chang scoring, and then the scoreboard changing above him—that was awesome. I love That's this a beautiful game. moment. Oh, this is so good. Oh, enough okay, about so, my weak constitution. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, I felt like I almost passed out. I was nearly about to pass out at Lagoon the other day, but I'm, I'll save oh, that no. for Social Hour. Um, yeah. Quick thing. I, I, Honestly, like knee jerk, but also objective reaction. Do you put that Gomez goal in the in the top ten RSL goals of all time? No. Top no. ten. The, all the time. only reason I still so immediately let it, say no. Why? Is just because like top ten. RSL has scored like oh like so many goals. Like let's have if At we're gonna do 25. that, like Okay, yeah, I can. I'd, I'd say that, yeah, but I just don't like. I think, the th- I think this is very strong case for top fifteen for sure. Like the the this, the, the dribbling that led up to that shot, the yeah. full individual skill. I don't remember. Very rarely do we have an RSL player that does ha, does an individual play like that. And well, I, see, like you yeah. say that, like this this is me being a fun sucker here. This is the thing. As soon as somebody scores a great goal, that's the only goal you're thinking of. But I mean, I'm thinking of a lot. 
I, my well, whole but, drive, my, my drive home, I was being scored two goals against San Jose that I'd say compete with that at least. And two? that's one guy. In and what was one his game. other? Uh, okay. His other he one like was dribbled like four good. guys and scored. I think it was, it was like that post. And then he had a bike in the same the, game. Well, the bicycle like, kick was one. I think I was greatest top, right top like striker of all time. Yeah, I think the bicycle kick that he scored is top five ever scored in that stadium. Sabario sure. scored a great goal in playoffs against Seattle. Like then Sabario had Bank his other goal? great goal where he came on like two seconds in. Yeah, the back heel. Oh, like back this heel. is the problem with saying like it's a top ten all time is because the team has been around for twenty years and you're saying that I asked a question. I'm not saying anything. But I no, do. I, I, I know. That I'm just saying why I don't like that question. Why I immediately say no is because you don't like the question because the answer I, is no. You don't just an no, answer no, 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 can no. be no, I, and you could like the question. I think okay. I personally like the discussion that we've struck up here. So I think it was a good question. No, it, it's can, a good discussion. I guess I'm getting, I'm being a fun sucker because I saw somebody on Twitter that was like, "That's the greatest goal I've ever seen RSL score," and it's like it, it's oh, simply isn't like that. But there's no what, way, like just that immediate moment? reaction to a good goal being like, "This is the greatest ever," is just something that like I like that. It's, it's a little pet peeve of mine. That's all. Hey, Trevor, that was so good. I, yes, I may have I may have underestimated your normal speaking volume, and you might want to drop your gain a little bit. <laughs> you, you want me to move the mic from my mouth? Oh, actually, that sounds really good. Yeah, that sounded great. <laughs> if I whisper into the mic, it does sound pretty good. No, I think if you hold the mic up, if, if it's higher and further away from you, they, yeah, just like that. Try that. Say something. Oh, it's that's too far not. away. Yeah, I know. It's too far away. Oh, I've got to also like twist the oh, mic and great. do some stuff that's, with it. Nope, that's perfect. Leave it as is. Leave it as is. Oh, I, well, I got to adjust the thing. And if I leave it as is, it's right in the way. They're taking <laughs> Gomez okay. out. What do they want to lose this game? Oh, boy. I don't I don't like that. They, they appear already to have with Burton. Jockison. Yeah, Jockison is in. I really don't like taking Gomez boy. out of this game. And uh, Brody's coming and in. Andrew Brody for really? Ryan Oviedo. Dude, we're not going to beat LA on Saturday. So it's like, let's just, I'm fine if we lose that game. I want to win the Open Cup. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. But we, we're winning this game right now. So I'm yeah. not well, really mad at that. Yeah, we're right shoring up the defense a little bit with Brody. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. The thing is, Matt, I usually keep the mic like below my mouth. And as soon as oh, I yeah. move it in front, it like picks up my voice a lot better. I love this yeah. the statement shoring up the defense with Brody. Something that <laughs> definitely is happening. With it's mostly that we're taking Oviedo off. That's what I'm reacting to. And and I mean, Nelly is off too. Who did Nelly come out for? I think he just came out because he received treatment. Oh, that was the trainer that walked off with uh, him. Uh, uh, just like barking like crazy. Anyway, um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk social hour. What's what's been going right. on? With you guys, Matt, do you want to start us? Even though you yeah. kind of told us a little bit about your go kart sickness. Yeah, so I, I did that. I got sick playing, you know, right driving go kart. It's funny. <laughs> uh, they emailed me all my lap times. And hold on, sorry. Mm-hmm. So, um, so all my lap moment? times. Nope. Okay. And the first two laps are pretty close. And the second lap is faster than the first lap. And then the third lap is like 10 seconds slower because that's when I started to feel the motion sickness. And then the final lap is like 10 seconds slower than my worst time because that's when I thought, well, if I, if I'm going to do this, I might as well not vomit into this helmet. So I'm sorry. We're not laughing. I'm not laughing at Matt's story, but we're laughing at Justin Glad dribbling up the right side of the field and dribbling right out of bounds. Yeah. No, you can laugh at my story too. 
So uh, I think that's tough look. I would laugh if you actually threw up in your helmet. Uh, that's that's that a good be, point. That would, that would be. <laughs> if you just like feel sick, then it's like, oh, that's too bad. You should be having a good time and you're not having a good time. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's tough. But if you throw <laughs> up in your helmet, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, other than that, I went to a wedding reception tonight, um, made it back for the Open Cup. Uh, nice. I don't know. I don't know if I have too much else to report. We should do Lana Tai soon as a pod. Oh, yeah. But that's not uh, some, that's not something idea. that has happened. It's something that should happen. I saw some talk of Friday potentially. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Oh, Jacqueson, he's got like hear me out. He's got some nice legs. I like the way his legs huh. are about on the field. Reminds me of he's yours. Got, he's got good soccer legs. He, <sighs> I kind of like Jacqueson. I I think he's nice. I don't know if he's like the answer to anything, but. I like him. I Me like too. watching him play a lot more than I want, like watching some other players play. Dude, like Pablo Ruiz. How do you feel about Pablo Ruiz? I still really like him. I think he got done really dirty on the first goal that we gave up. I think he gets done dirty because he gets put in a lot of bad positions yeah. and we continue to ask him to do things that he's bad at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I think that, he's just I, allowed to play what he's good at, then he's pretty good. I like him a lot. Yeah, but higher field. This team should be, be playing a 4-3-3 with three midfielders and uh, Pablo Ruiz should not be the main defensive line, defensively lying midfield of that midfield three is what we should be doing. I was listening to... At least uh, he's not playing left back. That's true. I was watching the, uh, the the post game from the Inter Milan, AC Milan game today, which was an yeah. awesome game, by the mm-hmm. way. I had so Loved it. <laughs> yeah, Big fan but, of that result. <laughs> I, I forget which... Milan team you're a fan of. I, I mean, I tend to like AC Milan it's a more red than in- red yeah, one. I know it's, it is the red one. Um, but I was listening to them talk <laughs> about the uh, formations after the game and talking about how no one plays with two strikers anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just not an effective way of playing anymore. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. I, it just made me a little sad that we're stuck in this 4-4-2 that clearly... Like Rip, we this great team, from 1998. This I, like this team really does have, as we've seen tonight, has some strengths, and I just think that we really limit ourselves playing in the way that we've played so far a lot this season. And I think a big chunk of that is that we uh, this midfield duo, like we're we're choosing to play, and I'm not. This isn't like a play Diego Luna um, sec bit I'm doing, but I'm I'm saying that like. I would rather, much rather have a third midfielder out there instead of a second striker who's doing nothing. Like Danny Musovsky, uh, despite having a good game tonight, like him, like I'd rather just have him out there and not him and Rubio Rubin or just Rubio Rubin and not him and Danny Musovsky. Like we don't need these. We know it's, 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 it's not great. It's not good. We, I would much rather have a third midfielder. But anyway, um, um, it's I remember something time. I forgot to mention in social hour. What was that? Mm-hmm. And if I don't mention it, my mother will tweet at me probably. And okay. nobody hates that. Uh, I love that when she does that. We, we took a family outing to the Natural History Museum up by the U. And uh, it was a good time. It's a good one. And then watched the RSL game. Like and I forgot place. the result of the game. Was it a 0-0 draw? It was, right? Yeah. Wait, you were, oh yeah, you, you were not at that game, correct? Uh, Wait, the on one Saturday? that took place in Houston? 
I was I, not in Houston. I, that's I true. Thinking about Seattle, I'm like, I forgot we played Houston. I forgot about that game even happened. Quite honestly, yeah, yeah it was worth forgetting. Uh, it was, as I say, forgettable. I'll tell the story real quick. I pretty much slept oh. through that whole game, and then I slept for like two hours after that game. I was really tired that day, and I did not watch it. Tried, could not. I watched that whole game. <laughs> Sorry AMA. to hear it. <laughs> Watch the whole RSL versus Houston game, AMA. Nice man. That's a that's a good weekend. Trevor, what about you? What's been what's been going on? Um, we did. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget, but I didn't forget the important bit. Um, Charlie, unbeknownst to me, that's not the right way to say it. Charlie uh, is really into art. Really loves art. Does a lot of things with different art, mostly like digital stuff. Um, <laughs> they love drawing and doing things on their iPad and. Um, editing it and creating animations and stuff like that in their free time. Like that's what they do. Um, I didn't realize that their school, like obviously they like give them resources to do a lot of different art, but historically what we've seen Charlie doing from school is like drawing and shading and like watercolors, stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, an art competition um, that they entered and they entered uh, one of their digital pieces that they did. Um, and they ended up taking, it was like a district wide thing. So it was like their whole district, all the grades from sixth through ninth, um, entered it and they took second place in their grade in their entire district for the pieces they submitted. Um, and it's on display in the Covey center in Provo. If you guys want to go see it, uh, it's going to be on display for like the next month. They've got like, I think it's all of the pieces or maybe it's just like the winners plus a whole bunch of honorable mention. There's like a hundred pieces um, that are on display upstairs in the Covey center. Um, and they'll be up there for, I, th- I think like halfway through June, something like that. They said it was going to be there for a month and they've been there like a week. So do the math. Cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, they won um, second place and That's they were sick. super, super stoked about it. Um, really, really proud, proud of that. It was really cool. Um, there's a lot of really, really good artwork, um, but those is the best. If you ask me, I first mean, place one was like, okay, I guess they paid the judges. Clearly. Did you yeah, be yeah. the first place one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Cause honestly, the first place one was like pretty good. Um, <laughs> it was like a picture of a, it was like a portrait of a, a sparrow. It was like, are you saying you painted with watercolor? If, it were worse. if the person, if the kid was there and was like, Hey, I presented this, this is mine, everybody. And it wasn't just like hung up on the wall with the ribbon next to it. And, and you the would kid had booed? to get up and be like, Hey, here's my piece. I would have been in the back room being like, boo, get <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> I have a Bad story. judges, you're garbage. Something like that. Probably that tackle from, uh, Loria on, uh, on Jacqueson was pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's pretty uh, tough. Yeah. We've yeah. seen a couple yellow cards pretty quickly. It seems Ru- like Rubio and Ojeda like- coming in for Danny Musovsky and who was the first person? Somebody. He's coming on. Oh, well, I don't know. Let's see what the internet uh, does. You really? Oh, you really not going to show me that? Oh, Pablo Ruiz oh, is off Ruiz. for Ryan. There it is. Um, <sighs> okay. Uh, so we did. Uh, we did the art show. That was really cool. Um, and then just by happenstance, Monday. I think it was. It had to be Monday. Um, I was working in the ballpark area of Salt Lake for a place. Um, 
took a lunch, just parked in like the OC Tanner parking lot or a parking lot like across the street from the OC Tanner building, if you know where it is. Um, and lo and behold, our good friend, Dr. Colin, was out for his afternoon constitutional and just happened to walk past. <laughs> so, I love that so much. <laughs> shout out to him. We had a good five, ten minute talk. It was fun. It was really That's great. I love it. I knew that I was in his neighborhood. I did not realize that like he would just be out yeah. on a walk. Like, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> just in his neighborhood. Sometimes me. I don't think that I'll just see him in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. It was very I mean, funny. There's a reason they call him the Prowler. That's true. <laughs> and definitely for this reason and not for any others. Not for anything yeah. nefarious. No. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love that. <laughs> So that was cool. Um, the only other thing is I think I mentioned, I don't remember if I talked about this, so we'll kind of start from the beginning and you tell me if you've heard of it. Um, I have trouble waking up. I talked to a doctor about it. Yeah. Did we mentioned yes. this. I'm almost yeah. blown away by the, uh, she told me she couldn't believe that you do that. You deal with that, that you do that. And then there's a series of alarm apps that help you. Yeah. <laughs> try to get through that. That's all completely true. Um, but no, so I did, Talked to the doctor. We did a, a sleep study um, kind of thing, just like an at-home thing you take home. And it yeah. just basically measures your breathing and like body positions and your pulse at night and stuff. Oh. Uh, they called me back on it on Tuesday. No, Monday. <laughs> they were like, hey, so we got your results for your sleep study back. And it turns out you have severe sleep apnea. Oh. Wow. <laughs> we recommend that you get a CPAP machine and sleep with that for the rest of your life. Nice, dude. <laughs> so I called my parents. My dad um, started using a sleep apnea, a sleep apnea, started using a CPAP machine like 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I called him and was telling him about it. And uh, I was like, told him, I was, the doctor called and said, I have sleep apnea. And he's like, uh, yeah, we know. What? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you know? And he's like, you haven't heard you sleep, but you're very obviously like very loud and struggling to breathe. And it's the same thing that happened to me. Like, of course you have sleep apnea. <laughs> when no, I sleep, I, I, I was going to ask you, Matt, because you are the one of the people on this podcast that have slept in the same house as me before when we went on that Portland trip. I thought you were going to phrase that differently. No. <laughs> When we went on this Portland trip, we stayed at the same Airbnb, and I don't remember if it ever came up um, how much I usually snore. No, uh, it oh, okay. did come up, but um, was it Mima? Is that what she went by? What was what was the grandmother's name? Or like, uh, there is a Mima, but I have no idea where you're going with this. Well, the woman at the house. Oh, you mean, you mean the lady at the house? Oh, yeah. what was her stupid name? Her stupid name? It was. <laughs> Yeah, they like called the house. Like, yeah, they had the whole binder and everything, yeah, and we had to sign that. Yeah, it was Granny Lisa. I don't remember. It was, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What a it's a much more modern name, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I didn't hear Enid. you at all because that house was a pretty good size, and uh, I had the main bedroom with the giant bed and all the That's weird true, things around. I don't I think the, there were any dolls around, but it was small, the sort of house I had, where. I had, you could expect I dolls, had the dolls. Right? Oh, I had dolls did. in my room. Yeah. <laughs> they were really creepy. Yeah. No, anyway, so I like anybody that slept in the same house, same room, same tent has always mentioned that I snore very loudly and very longly. 
And I just assumed that that was just like something with my throat. But my dad was like, oh, no, that's like a definite sleep apnea thing. Um, it's you struggling to get oxygen at night. And yeah, that's what I had. And I went and ch- got it checked out. And that's why I've been on a CPAP machine. And it goes away as soon as you get on the CPAP machine. So oh. that's cool. That's the new thing for me. I'm doing that soon. I don't have it yet, but okay. I probably will okay. by this time next week. That's great. And we'll Congrats. see if it makes a difference. He said it made a pretty big difference in his life. So Yeah, something tells me it will. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it does. Um they he did also mention that um the big thing with sleep apnea for my dad anyway was a snoring which bugged my mom, but also for him just he was generally just tired all the time and he didn't realize that, that was like because of a sleep apnea thing, he just thought that he just that wasn't was getting life. enough sleep, which uh. is like how I exist, right? Yeah. Just generally kind of tired all the time. And speaking of the Houston game, like if I lay down in bed, like I just fall asleep often. Um, he was like, yeah, that's exactly what happens. And that starts to not happen as much because you're actually getting restful sleep at night instead of not getting restful sleep. So yeah, that's awesome. We're just learning things about ourselves and hopefully that solves a lot of problems. But we'll see. I like that. Well, I'm glad you uh, got it sorted out or <laughs> getting it sorted out. Yeah, that's that a great news. It's weird that like it's just one of those things that like I always thought just like everybody dealt with and everybody was just like <laughs> or not everybody, but like some people snore and it's like yeah. it is what it is. And some people are just tired and I'm just one of those people. But apparently it's actually like a treatable thing. So you guys should talk to your doctors about these kinds of things because <laughs> some of it's not normal. <laughs> Oh man, this is uh, oh just. I think the referee got that wrong. That was definitely a corner kick instead of a goal kick. I thought it was a corner kick too. Um, anyway, what's up with you, Kyle? What have you been doing? Nice. Uh, let's see. Since we talked last, um, I bought a nice, like, authentic Javi jersey from I think I think that's the twenty something for like uh, like forty five bucks on eBay. Yeah, I think it's the 2010 long sleeve. Um, that was a good purchase. Uh, that made me happy. I uh, tinted the windows on my car. <laughs> that made me happy. I bought a, I got a new license plate for my car. That was fun. <laughs> and then uh, my, my sister graduated. Cool. I it's not a vanity plate, but it is a it is a the old Utah black license oh, plate. Which nice. Like. Okay. Um, they used to only be reserved for like uh, vintage vehicles, I think, or like yeah. historic vehicles. But now anyone can just have them. So you just got to make a donation to the Utah Utah Historic Car Society or whatever. Um, oh my! Oh, a oh, he's off. Yeah, he looked off. <laughs> I like the way uh, Pierre really threw his body in front of it. Was that Pierre? <laughs> I couldn't yeah. tell how quickly that happened. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, looks Pierre. like it. Okay, he's only 22. He's also number 22. Maybe he will be it, but um, I'm we'll not. See. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> oh, I okay. don't know if it was offside. Maybe it was that foul. I think it was the well, foul. Well, the the AR put his flag up pretty quick. Yeah, just threw, and it was not waving. Threw Pierre over. <laughs> yeah. um, his sister graduated on college on uh, Friday last Friday, so we. Um, oh, congrats to your sister. Yeah, shout out to Allie. Uh, nicely done. She uh, is just crushing it. She's going to go to PA school next as well. Um, what is PA school? Physical uh, p- physician's assistant. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, she wants cool. to be a healthcare provider. Um, 
she's like an MA and has been doing that for a while. So, um, cool. yeah, I had a little like grad party for her at my, uh, family's house on Friday and, uh, went and saw guardians of the galaxy, the new guardians of the galaxy movie, went and saw that after, uh, on Friday night. It was really good. I very much enjoyed, uh, guardians of the Galaxy. as someone who doesn't like Marvel movies, really. Um, I really like, I, I like that movie a lot. It was good. And you don't have to care about like anything else outside of that movie. It's just a just a good movie. You don't have to. It's just a good standalone. Like it doesn't. I mean, you don't need to know the backstory. It's like it's better if you've like seen the other Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but also you don't. Sure. Like, you don't have to care about any of the other Marvel stuff. And James okay. Gunn, you can tell he. So this is his like last movie with Marvel because he's now like the CEO of DC or whatever. Oh yeah, he's running their their movie division right for DC. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And he pretty clearly has some contempt for like the other Marvel movies because there's like stuff he does in this movie that's like uh, kind of like making fun of how they've done everything else. So, nice. um, yeah, it's pretty Love good. It. I like Chris Pratt, too. He's uh, he, I like him in those movies. I thought we weren't allowed um, to like Chris Pratt anymore. Yeah, I can't remember why. Um, He's kind of just. uh. <sighs> How do I say this and not be mean? Jeez, what are we doing at the back right now? We're um, struggling. He's just not a very um I don't want to say he's dumb, because he's not dumb. He just <laughs> is like busy with his own stuff. He doesn't really care about what's going on in the world. And somebody asked him a question about like, hey, what do you think about this current event? And he gave kind of a silly answer, like sure. a year ago. Yeah. And he's kind of just been like yeah, he, he's just a little bit aloof, I think. Okay. Well, um, I like him in those movies. He's pretty good. But also um, he did the Mario movie, and I think that's probably what's unforgivable at this point. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, no. Ooh, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, I haven't seen uh, the Mario movie yet. And I haven't either. I love Mario games, and I think that means mm-hmm. I will not see the movie. But I've seen yeah. a couple clips that are like... <laughs> that are very clear like platforming from the game and i think that's good enough for me i've seen some clips so that's good i did see a movie actually on monday what'd you when see saw, uh ponyo the uh Ooh. studio ghibli film nice. and that was a great time theater was full of young people which was a little weird um because yeah. you don't usually find yourself in a theater full of young people at you know yeah. watching a, an anime but it's also one that came out well, like 15, 18 years ago. So it's one yeah. kids, say that one's kids grow up very with. Old. That's, yeah, it's not what too it? old. It's 2000 something. Well, see, 15 yeah. years ago would be 2008. It was 2008. Yeah. Yeah, 15. So it's all these kids who grew up watching this movie and then went and saw it in the theater, which was great. Uh, good for them. I'm glad they got a chance to see it. Um, but kids these days... Mm, this is always a good start to a story. I love that. <laughs> need to learn that if the movie hasn't started and and there's nothing on the screen 20 minutes in, uh, you can go tell somebody at the theater and they'll usually fix it, which is what I had to do twice because they they fixed it, but then they had the uh, Fathom Events countdown. And uh, okay, yeah. Oh, geez. So if you're I a young that. person, you're listening to this podcast of olds, um. <laughs> Then uh, perhaps go go tell the theater when the movie is not playing. 
and everyone appreciates yeah. it, especially the people in the theater. And if you want, you can loudly exclaim that you are the one who fixed it. And I think that would be very funny. <laughs> That's a good bit. Um, I uh, in- installed a ceiling fan with my dad on Friday. That was fun. Ooh, uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, installed some curtains. Um, good stuff there. Uh, and then this week has been I just been pretty busy with work. Uh, doing a lot of doing a lot of work stuff. Been uh, continuing my going to the gym every day thing, which has been great. And then tonight before this game. Or uh, yeah, I guess for this game and before it, went to Kaye and played a little, little soccer over there. People should uh, come out to those little gatherings the Thursday before home games, and in this case Wednesday it was a, a slash watch party. So we had it tonight. Um, it was super fun. So played some soccer and just had a uh, grand old time, and uh, left you know pretty early to get back and watch the game here and record with these fine gentlemen and uh very happy to be <laughs> recording yet another second half of an open cup game uh on pod and, and this, this is should a, be over soon i hope this is a cool we're in the 86th minute and like it's still four three or three four how do we whatever it's three four ourselves winning so most why is that name familiar Mus- i haven't heard that name in a few years LA Galaxy? Portland Timbers roster. I thought he was a Portland player, oh, but like yeah. a few years ago. I want to quickly yeah, review some of the three results seat. from uh, other Open Cup matches. Um, uh, so that's yesterday we had that crazy game between Monterey Bay and LAFC that I know you watched. Matt, you said you spent 18 months as a kid in Monterey. Why? I think it was 18. It may may have been slightly shorter. Yeah, my dad was stationed. We were on Fort Ord and we lived on on base. And that's awesome. It was a beautiful place. And I was six, I think, when we moved there. And yeah, I loved it. Uh, Elijah Paul coming on for Michael Chang here. Uh, Yeah. And it went to the aquarium all the time. Like very fond feelings about that place. Went to uh, Jenny and I went on our honeymoon there. So just a lot of a lot of great things about it. That's perfect. Um, yesterday's Open Cup games: Charlotte beat Orlando, Inter Miami beat Charleston Battery, Pittsburgh Riverhounds beat New England, uh, Red Bulls beat DC, Chicago over St. Louis, Minnesota beat Philadelphia in penalties, LAFC beat Monterey Bay in penalties, like barely. Sac Republic. Um, Sac Republic, of course, notably we did go to the Open Cup final this last year, lost to Orlando in the final, I believe, but. Um, today, Cincinnati beat uh, New York City. Columbus beat Loudoun United. Uh, Burn- oh, they, they beat the crap out of Loudoun United. Oh, that was close. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> Birmingham <laughs> Legion beat Memphis 901. Houston beat Sporting Kansas City. Houston, we'll talk about this in a sec, still have yet to concede a goal at home all season. Um, they haven't won every game. They've tied some 0-0 like a like the game we had against them, but that's pretty impressive to not give up a single goal at home all season. Oh, um, no. Don't say that. Why it's you? not that a goal. Sorry, tight. Andrew. Oh, uh, was that oh, Jackson that went down or Paul that went down? That was Paul. No, that that's that's Jackson. That's Jackson. He went down. He was pulled down, fouled. They got a yellow card and well, he his like his like, leg and badly kind of uh, went in a goofy direction. 
Uh, Nashville beat Dallas. <laughs> Austin beat Love it. Love New it. Mexico. The Galaxy are about to beat the Sounders, and hopefully we beat Portland. I did not Galaxy like Galaxy are going to beat the Sounders, really? Yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. That wasn't great on his knee. I the really Galaxy hope. suck. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but we we reminded that Seattle's lineup is a very they they really oh, yeah, they, they kids. They like Portland signed like seven of their yeah. defiance players, right? Freddie Montero is the only senior team player other than Atencio, but he doesn't start. Everyone else is a kid. So um and the LA hmm. Galaxy were playing Ricky Pooch, Chich uh Chicharito, Boyd. Uh, Neil, Neil, Casares, Neil, yeah, Bond, yeah. So they were yeah, playing like their first team, essentially. Well, good. If you're bad at the regular season, you should yes. pay attention to the Open Cup. Yes, I agree. Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> oh, well, that's oh, a that's okay. a soft foul. He's, he's fine. He's fine. That's a soft foul. Yeah. Um, Portland's mad. I love to see it go Rubio. Um. What else? What else is going on in in RSL land? Do we have any other uh, news we didn't mention, or are we kind of all? I don't know Real about Monarch news we didn't mention. Real Monarch signed that kid from uh, Beverin. Yeah, uh, whoever who. So I was pretty busy at work that day, and I only saw that the signing happened once the email came about it uh, from the club. Uh, yeah. So I didn't get to see anyone saying, "Oh, RS like." Yeah, everyone RSL was thinking it was an RSL signing. signing because, yeah, they announced Real but Salt Lake on their end. We, it, it couldn't have been an RSL signing. And actually, how... Hold on. How could it be a Monarch signing, right? It, it would have to be in the next transfer window, right? I, the transfer window is closed. No you can't loan no a player of transfer window because you have to receive his transfer uh, certificate in order to register him in the league. This is a good, we got five minutes of stoppage time, so we got five minutes for Portland to Brilliant. score a goal, or the Brilliant. game's over and our side advances. Why would there be I five minutes want, of stoppage time? I want extra. It was time. kind of an injury and a couple goals. Kind of an injury, man. Whatever. I feel um, like there extra, might have been an injury that I'm not thinking about. It would be way more oh, fun. What's his face is down for a minute or two. Yeah. Ref at yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so uh, signed to the Monarchs. I can't even remember his name. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, Mertens. Some Mertens. Mertens brother. Well, it's not his brother, but it's his <laughs> relative. Relative. <laughs> Belgian kid. Um, has uh, some fun pictures on his Instagram. Highly recommend checking that out. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I, that's I, not good. Ooh, that's bad, oh, what just yeah. happened? Oh, uh, Delance Pierre just got bicycle kicked in the face by a spree. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, are they booing? I don't know. Uh, the sound on. I only hear the beautiful dulcet sounds of both of you. Yeah. Um, that sucks for Delance. That's not what you want to see. Did he, oh, he got kicked in like the sh- the neck. <laughs> yeah, he's holding like his collarbone okay. area. Oh, that's not fun. Can I, I like the ref patting Espria's back right there was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point out something that I realized today. Um, so Birmingham Legion played Memphis, uh, yeah. Memphis 901 <laughs> FC. Do you know how many former RSL players are on those two rosters? I don't know. Zero. Um, <laughs> more than zero. Matt Van Okel. Okay. Is I a backup goalkeeper. <laughs> He's a backup goalkeeper for Birmingham. Huh. Um, Enzo Martinez 
was a goal scorer for Birmingham today. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Um, and former RSL homegrown Fenwell Cavita. Fanny. I, I played against him when I was a kid. Yeah, Jenny was uh, a kid. Jenny was classmates with his older brother. Yeah. Mm. And then who was it? Oh, Sebastian Velasquez is currently with Memphis. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah. good for him. Didn't know that. He got uh, released from his contract in Israel because he didn't like Israel, if you can believe that. <laughs> hmm. Huh. I think it was something huh. to do with his family and traveling and Israel doesn't like people traveling to Israel. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. Kind That's of a cool. stick in the mud about some of those things. Yeah. Uh, good for good for all those previously named. That's, that's Velasquez did not feature in the game. He wasn't even on the bench, but he really he is a Memphis 901 player. Good. Wow, man, that's that's along with Bill Hamid, which like Bill Hamid plays for Memphis. Wow. Seems like it's really weird. Yeah, because he was like in the offseason, he his contract was up with DC, and I don't know if it was um they refused to like give him another contract or if he was like, Nope, I'm gonna go play for a different team now. You really but he just like dude, he can't back up MLS minutes. He had offers, I guess, from like other countries and stuff, and he just was like, Nope, I'm gonna get a better offer at some point, and just never did. And then all the MLS teams had their goalkeeper and he just couldn't get an offer at a place that he wanted. So he signed with Memphis. Wow. That's honestly pretty wild. I, it's a goofy off season thing that happened and I'm interested to see what happens this off season to see if he comes back to MLS or not. There's no way he's 32. There's no way he doesn't get back at MLS minutes at the very least somewhere. Yeah. A little corner late. Do you think they send the goalkeeper up? Mm, And I hope so. I gotta have so we had five minutes announced. We're in the fifth minute, but Delance was down for a solid minute or two. So ninety four oh five right now. I bet a little bit ahead of you. I'm not going to tell you what happens with this corner kick. What you're ahead of me? How did that happen? I'm just better, I guess. I'm quite different. Ooh, who cleared that? Actually, I paused it a couple times. All right, who? And then I refreshed it. So. Was that they do was have that their keeper Hidalgo out. with like the side foot thing to get that ball over? That was Hidalgo, yeah. Um, okay, I think Beavers probably would have covered that, but okay, that's fine. All right, corner kick 94 40. Uh, okay, come on, Brody, get that out. Yep, yes, sir. Oh, here we go, here we go. Come on, extra time. All I want no, is just, we're not no. rooting for extra time no, right now, I we are winning this so game. I want to win next time. I I just want to win a game. Please just win this game. Uh, uh, Oh my. You guys are like eight seconds behind me and it's killing me because you're reacting to stuff I've already seen and I'm trying to not react to what I'm seeing. (laughs) You can react. I think it's more fun. Is is it our ball? Clear, clear, clear. That's RSL ball, please. No. That has to be a free kick. Give me a break. It might be a free. That's probably a deserved free kick. I don't know. We got to yell it for that. Sorry, we are straight commentating the game yeah. right now. David yeah, Bingham's yeah. up well, for the free kick. This has got to be the last like twenty seconds this of the game. Be the worst commentary team. I know. Oh, we'd like, be so fun. Everyone complains about baseball commentators always talking about things that aren't baseball. We'd be that, but for <laughs> soccer. <laughs> for if a game we, like, that you can actually about. tried, I think we could do it. What an awful free Bingham kick. just blasted Well, that. it was a David Bingham that took the free right. kick. What do you expect? Beavers. Come Why on, Gavin. Do that? It goes down. Right, with 
Look, we've got some color. Hear that. That's funny. Yes. We're just gonna play this out. Yeah. And a kick, and come on, no. blow the whistle. Is that Demir? Is he still in the, on the field? Yes. Yeah, we won That's again in those 120 minutes. That's He's going to play 600 minutes. It's all going to be in the U.S. Open Cup. <laughs> all the Open Cup minutes. That'd be great. They're really still. Right. Okay. Portland gets the ball. Free kick. We're at 96.40 at this point. Oh, come on, drama. Drama. I need some more drama. I really want this game to just end. The okay, cool. There it is. He does. Right. Yes. Okay, RSL advances in the U.S. Open Cup. We find out our opponent tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow the 11th. That is a, what, Thursday? Thursday? So depending on what day you're listening to this. In case you're listening yeah. in June. <laughs> just in case um and from here this is where the um tournament gets to be a little fun we're into the round of 16 they do one final draw and that creates the bracket for the last 16 teams so we're going to know every possible opponent oh. from tomorrow through the end of the tournament they don't do any more draws after this okay here's the we we asked a question about whether we would rather win this game or the one against portland right would you rather have a DC United 2013 style season where no. the team is terrible in the league and then wins the US Open Cup? Or would you rather be competent in the league? I would take one year of that DC thing. Like, I, you know, DC no, wasn't I, that bad for that long, but like, they, I, they I would, were I would historically give, bad. They won three so games was, all I, year. No, I'm saying for that long. I meant like that one season. Okay. They, okay, okay, okay. they, they received the U.S. Open Cup, which is a great award. And then they were better like the next few seasons, I think. So um, I don't know, man. I would take a year of really bad <laughs> league play for uh, some Champions League. What know. if it meant we RSL didn't win another game this season? In the Here's, league. That would be rough. <laughs> I would I would take that under certain conditions and like winning the US Open Cup I don't think is one of them. If we were that bad for that long because we were playing a bunch of like kids and developing kids, I you know, like that's justifiable and and that makes sense. But if we're just like playing this team and it's just not good because they're not good at soccer and they win the Open Cup, I <laughs> What I don't if we know. Really it, feels, to, it would still feel a little bit like a lost season. I would still like, but that sounds terrible because it's like we would win a trophy. That's what you're asking is to like, do we win a trophy yeah. and have a bad regular season? And I'm not going to say no to a trophy, but US I'd rather Cup the team be good. Champions League. What's that? It's a U.S. Open Cup is the easiest path into Champions League. It is, but I if you're a bad a team bit. and you win the Open Cup, then you're going to be a bad team in the Champions League. Yeah. What if we really want <laughs> the first pick in the draft next year? What if we what if we tank and try to, is that acceptable? No. Trevor, you you're face palming over there. The draft is the is worst player recruiting mechanism in global soccer. It's bad. That's where <laughs> we have can, that's where we got Jordan Jackson. Name the and, number one draft pick from last season. I refuse. Tell me on either the, the team who got Andrew, him or the name uh, of the player. Andrew Carlton. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, he, sorry. Uh, he got, he was part of a different draft. I got confused. 
<laughs> yeah, it's very good. This, that's my point. Like, you can't name because yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, but we got. I'm, we get, I'm being pretty we, rude, but also. What if we've been able to pick Jasper Leffelson first instead of, like, 50th? Wouldn't that have been great? He was a 58th pick, wasn't he? <laughs> Something. Uh, ben Bender was the uh, was the number one pick in 2022. In 2023. Charlotte uh, FC, uh, he was rookie of the year, I think. In 2023, Charlotte FC selected Hamidi Diop. I was, yeah, hmm. I figured I'd give him at least a season to settle in, so I went back to 2022. And yeah, I'm not familiar with many of these guys, but um, yeah, the draft is the worst. Don't ever rely on the draft for any reason whatsoever. It's not good. Yeah, yeah, man, I. Jordan shared that it's so over. We're back. We're so back. It's over. It's so over. We're back. Meme and uh, that's exactly how this game felt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I, I this this tournament is so fun. I like that's just so chaotic. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so RSL played Houston over the weekend. Uh, we tied zero zero in Houston. Um, I think that's a good result for us. Uh, it sucks to not score, but you know, it's great to not give up goals. We got close to giving up some goals. That's for sure. Including to one Corey Baird who slammed the, the dang bar really hard. Um, that was fun. I don't know. We can, we can talk about, we can talk through some of the moments in this game, but it overall was pretty, uh, I don't know. What'd you guys? I know Trevor slept through this one, so I have no thoughts on this game. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> That's okay. Do you have any dreams about this game? No, I'll tell you. I mm. sat down with every intention of watching this game, and then fell asleep like ten minutes in, maybe. And then I woke up at like the thirty-fifth minute and was like, "Oh, zero zero. That's good. Let's wake up from this nap and keep watching the game." And then I fell back to sleep. Yeah. And then woke up again at like the 75th minute and was like, oh, it's still 0-0. This game is either boring or like RSL is playing really well. And then I fell back to sleep and was like, I don't care. I'm just going to go back to yeah. sleep and finish out this nap. And then I slept for three more hours. So, so we played another 4-4-2, of course. Uh, we started with Jockison and Rubin up top, Savarino and Chang on the wings, Caldwell and Ojeda in the middle, uh, Oviedo, Vera, Glad, and Brody across the back. Um you know who was good in this game for, uh, I mean, Houston's an interesting team, I guess. Uh, Hector Herrera was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, he was really uh, good. Coco Patispia is very good. Uh, Coco is eating us alive. Same with the other dude that has big hair, uh, Franco. And then Corey Baird mm. had a decent game. Um, I don't know. Houston's got got like a weird thing going on down there. They've got some good players. Um, they have a very empty stadium, though. Uh, the I don't know. I, their stadium looks pretty nice, but it does look very empty. Um, it's also yeah. like one of the most downtown stadiums in the league. Oh, is which it? Which really? is crazy. Yeah, it's like a block or two from wherever the Rockets play. Nice. That's whatever cool. that place is called. Yeah, like it's it's quite what downtown. Is, what is the downtown scene like in Houston? Like, are there, is it a place where people congregate? I don't think so. I mean, I've spent four days in Houston, so I'm not an expert at all, but um, it's, it's as downtown 
well, okay, let's see. Comparable cities, it feels very much like offices, mostly, like office space. Um, it's like a bigger Salt Lake, but without as many people on the street, it felt like. Okay. If that makes sense. People yeah, on the street, I mean like people, people walking around, not like homeless people. Salt Lake City right now is a lot of homeless people on the street, but generally just people walking around. It's kind of an active downtown space a little bit. I didn't really get that vibe from Houston, but like I said, yeah. I spent four days there, so I'm not at all an expert. It is the okay. I don't think they have a very metro. robust I don't think they have a very robust like public transit system there at all. That and makes I, sense. I feel like that probably pays plays a part in people not going to games i like it um they anyway. should deal with that because i mean their stadium it does look like a nice stadium i just gotta say anyway 40 seconds in Saverino gets a shot from his the spot that he loves uh curls it just wide sadly that would have been like an amazing way to start that game uh he <laughs> gets a little bit more sauce on that thing that goes top right corner and um yeah that would have that would have been very glorious uh, we had, we had at times a very sleepy defensive performance, uh, in this game. Um, they had a lot of chances. I, I haven't, I haven't looked at the stats since that day. I can't remember. Um, but just going from memory, uh, what was their XG? Matt? I don't know. It was very similar. You. Is it similar I to think, ours? Yeah. I think ours yes. is like 0.98 and theirs is like 0.87 or something like that. We had some good chances early on. Yeah, we had some good chances early on. Like Chang has this uh, nice little turn and shot in the ninth minute. Um, That's saved, but uh, by who's their keeper that always kills us? Is it Clark? Yeah, Steve Clark. Clark. Um, Former Portland goalkeeper, right? Yeah, that's like former Portland and former Columbus goalkeeper. Oh, and he also was the guitarist for the English hard rock band Def Leppard. No, no, he wasn't. (laughs) That's pretty confusing. People again. Oh, is it uh, Stephen Clark, the musician who is the bassist for the heavy metal band Def Heaven? Wait, Deaf Heaven? Steve yeah. Clark, Deaf Heaven. Is he really? Um, okay. End of the 10th minute, Corey Baird has like a really chaotic few touches and ends up getting it back to Coco, to Coco Katasquia. And he just goes on a complete tear through our midfield and defense. Um, just walks by Scott Caldwell like he's barely even there. Like he, Scott Caldwell was, Scott Caldwell had like four yards to see him coming and he still just gets blown right by. Um, Ojeda not quick enough to react either. That leaves Vera and Glad um, as kind of the options to stop him. He takes a shot from the top of the 18 that neither Glad or Vera can get across to, and it just whizzes just wide. Um, pretty lucky <laughs> to not get scored on there. Uh, but man, he that was that was sweet. It must be cool to have a midfielder that does that. Um, let's see, 16th minute. Uh, we get a, um, shot across the goal from Chang, um, decent shot, classic Chang move there. Um, nothing doing too much. Uh, we had another chance in the 36 minute where Sovereigno gets in behind from a pass, uh, a pass in behind from Jockison, a nice little pass, but Sovereigno can't get enough on it. He's between the penalty spot and the six, but he's kind of getting dragged down as he, as he hits it, uh, just falls to the keeper. Um, 
there's this moment. I think this is the uh, Corey Baird. Uh, Corey Baird has a shot in the 38th minute from around the penalty spot and uh, right at Zach McMath. Classic Corey Baird, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, this was a great moment. This is where our most the most of our XG probably came from. Uh, was the 40th minute across into Jacquesin right at the penalty spot, and he it has a pretty nice scissor kick. Um, not quite enough on the ball, but forces a a bobbling save out of Steve Clark, which was I don't know. Jacquesin's pretty nice. I don't know about you guys, but that's like he's kind of unlucky not to score there. He connects well, puts it like low, but um yeah he's he's tall enough i wonder if he could have taken that down probably and had a a higher percentage chance but yeah it was it was a great shot it was a little bit behind him right choice but it was a a choice um so in the 42nd minute beginning of the 42nd minute there's this really frustrating moment this is where cory baird smashed to the post where we have Mm. one two three four five six seven guys in the box or around (laughs) our box they have four yeah. split into t- groups of two, two on the right side, two in the middle. Uh, Coco, Kataskia, and one other player. Oh, that's Herrera in the middle. And then Corey Baird and Franco on the right side. Um, Corey Baird plays it to Franco. He passes it back to Hector Herrera, who does a little backhill to Coco Kataskia, who, like, apparently that was too much for us to really deal with, just the first backhill, because uh, we it already has... Uh, Caldwell out of position, Ojeda out of position, and I think that's Rubin that's dropped back pretty far and not really doing anything. He one touch back he heals it in B. Sorry, he would never. Yeah, he would never. He one touch back heals it between Vera and Caldwell, and Oviedo is just like completely n- not non participating in this in this sequence anymore. Perfectly in behind now, Corey Baird is one on one versus Zach McMath. His first touch lets him down uh, a little bit, which big surprise there from Corey Baird. Uh, second touch is just a complete, just rocket at the crossbar. <laughs> um, really huge blown opportunity. That should have been a goal. I cannot believe they didn't score there. Great passes from Hector Herrera. Oh, the Coco Cataskia one wasn't a backheel, but it's just a nice little swift one touch. No look pass in behind the Corey Baird. Um, really disappointed from Caldwell. Uh, Vera, Oviedo, everyone involved here. Like we just fell yeah. asleep, and it was like I said, this should have been a goal. But Corey Baird is Corey Baird. I'm and, so baffled uh, by this because we have Jacquesin and Rubin basically like within five to ten yards of the box. Our entire which, team I mean, is right here, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're missing one it, player. <laughs> The the wingers are nowhere to be seen, right? Chang's it's, at it's the a, Chang's. That's Chang oh, on the right. on the. So we're on missing. Right side? Yeah, we're missing Saverino in this. Saverino's more advanced, but uh, that's Chang on the right side. Brody behind him, um, and, and it, just it feels intentional. Players. But I'm trying to like suss out why. I also don't know, like we were trying to like hold a line on Corey Baird, but no one really tried. And it's just I'm I would this one made me go nutty. Like I just really it's a trademark Corey Baird run. Like this is exactly the run you expect him to make, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I was yeah very, very frustrated by that. But um, luckily it was Corey Baird in behind and not anyone else in the attack. 
I, I think he's probably been doing decently well for them. I have no idea, but yeah. um, whatever. Fine, Good for him. Um, yeah. Second half starts. Uh, I think we did make a uh, Gomez comes in this game at some point, but Anelli comes in for Caldwell, which I think was a good sub because Anelli is half, a far yeah. more dynamic player than Caldwell. And I think he's just uh, on it a bit more. Um, Caldwell is Scott Caldwell, and he's got his uh, their pros to Scott Caldwell. But uh, I think I think that was a rough first half for him. Some of those moments, getting dribbled by by Coco Cadizia the first time, and then really falling asleep on the Corey Baird thing was was a little frustrating. Cover Brady style, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rubio Rubin puts one just barely wide in the 46 minute. Uh, from the top of the um, the top of the half circle by the on the eighteen, um, it was a good shot from him. It was saved, I believe. Um, Hector Herrera has a shot in the fifty fifth minute, uh, top of the box. I think that was Hector Herrera. I don't know. I can't tell. Um, but this oh, the, yeah, the game kind of got, it was, and it forced a, a pretty good save out of Zachary Marath also. But the game got kind of <laughs> a little. A little uh, boring-ish for me in the in the yeah. second half. Um, Very. My friend Steve, who works for the Dynamo, he he was messaging me, and he was like, "I'm not sure I've ever seen two teams, both more and less deserving, to win a game." I was like, "Yeah." Um, there's this moment in the 57th minute where Ojeda takes down like a fairly a Houston player. And then the Houston player kicks him in the leg on his way down and then screams in his face while Ojeda's on the ground. Uh, he gets a yellow card Beautiful for it. Moment. The tackle plus the like screaming at him thing. I was, I mean, it was, I don't know if it was our tour, but uh, it's a pretty aggressive. Honestly, that was a foul on Ojeda, but then that was just uh, yeah. pretty insane from our tour. Can he, he- kind of catches him i think it's a like a stray arm but it kind of catches him in the back of the head right yeah uh, and uh i mean i get being angry although you can't rake down a player's leg and then ojeda takes us takes a step to you know, come down yeah. and then the weird part about that is he kept pulling his shorts up to show that he'd been scraped but every time the camera showed it couldn't see an obvious scrape. Um, <laughs> I know. And so I think it was just counter like counterproductive at that point. Yeah. Um, Gomez gets subbed in. Uh, this is where things got less boring is because he looked really sharp. Um, Jacqueson in, in the, the end of the 65th minute, Jacqueson has a shot from the corner of the 18. Um, he it gets deflected, but he plays a really nice pass in behind to Gomez, who's wide open in behind the line. Gomez controls the ball. Second touch takes him a little too far toward the end line, takes a shot, but it's right at Clark who spills it right into the middle of the field. And then uh, Sovereigno tries to take a half volley off the bounce and he just skies it. Um, yeah, it just kind of slips as he's taking it, right? Yeah. Nothing, nothing low, great there. Probability shot. Yeah. Ojeda take has it, a deflected shot okay. that causes a save from Clark in the, in the 74th. Um, decent moment from him. Uh, the end of the game, Houston did have a lot more chances, but they, they seriously just really bad finishing. Um, the 80 for beginning of the 81st minute, there's this nice sequence that Houston has where, um, they play a, a pass into the middle. Corey Baird has a really nice dummy to lay the ball off for. I, it's, I think that's Franco or Kataskia. 
Um, he takes it first time and just shanks it completely. That's that's Kataskia, I believe. Um, shanks it over. <laughs> so um, scaryish moment in the ninety-first minute uh, forces. I think that's Andrew Brody to do a little bit of a um, diving tackle to to prevent a, a, a three-on-two um, ball in behind to their attacker, um, and we we get a yellow card out of the sequence after we break up the the play and. Uh, Houston player Texas down 90 beginning of the 96 minute after uh, in the, you know, uh, we've after five minutes of stoppage time. Um, oh, it was a little bit earlier than that, uh, but I can't remember what minute it was. Gomez has another chance um, that he misses, but forced a big save out of Clark Gomez. Look, or I think he forced a save, but I think I can't remember if they called it as a goal kick or corner kick. One more chance at the end of stoppage. And um, that was our best chance of the game. I think, and uh, nothing doing. So held scoreless, didn't give up a goal, which was good. Um, I think both teams got a little bit lucky to not get scored on, but um, it is what it is. A good result for us in Texas, which we yeah. historically have struggled with. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Good, good yeah, stuff. A, a good, if boring result, right? And we'll yeah. take that. Yeah. But, I don't know. I want I want more goals. I want more goals, too. And we got a lot of those tonight. And as Trevor pointed out, RSL is advanced in every U.S. Open Cup road game that we've started recording a podcast halfway through. I don't think that's coincidence, to be honest. So yeah. I think we got to keep this uh, train going uh, unless it's a home we... game next time, which maybe we do start recording it. If yeah. it's a home game, who knows? We should bring all of our stuff into the press box and record from the press box. That'd be pretty I'm, funny. I'm honestly. sure everyone would love oh, that. Oh, no, wait. We we can't because they're only going to let uh, two of us in there. That's right. That's, sorry, Trevor. Two rules. <laughs> well, what if we've got Zencaster? We could have a guest, have Ryan Terry on the show with us. That's a what good if I re- from, What if we just recorded from section three? Yeah. All right. I don't think we're going to do like this. That idea too. If any, if anyone has experienced recording podcasts during a live soccer game at Rio Tinto Stadium or whatever the stadium's called now, uh, please hit us up on Twitter or whatever service you'd like to use and that we're also using, and uh, let's chat. Speaking of Twitter, and if, uh, if you do, I'm curious why, but. <laughs> Uh, the U.S. Open Cup, they've announced the, uh, I guess they, I was under the impression that they draw everybody into two pots and then draw mm. from there. I guess they separate everybody into four pots. They've already got the pots. Okay. So it's four groups of four. They've already got the pots already like figured out. We are in a group with Colorado Rapids, LA Galaxy, and LAFC. So All it's right. going to be one of those three teams as our next opponent. And it'll either be at home or away should you be in a neutral that. venue they should play it in like wyoming or something <laughs> <laughs> i mean i go to wyoming with you guys for a game i would too i love wyoming i, I don't like wyoming but i would go for a game it's got some it's that's got not some, true there's a restaurant in uh rock springs that has the best french fries we've ever had it's very good <laughs> Out of all the good I've, stuff in Wyoming, you're like, yeah, there's this regular restaurant, and I don't know where Rock Springs is. That has good French fries. I love that about you. That's a great. It's uh, <laughs> either just before, or just after Evanston on along I eighty. I love it. I don't remember. Um, I mean, like the whole you know, 
Tetons. That's a, that's a good place. If you ask me, uh, there's a, a great soda company from Jackson hole, Jackson hole soda company. Yeah. The root beer buck and root beer is pretty good. It's kind of spicy. RSL plays, uh, uh, the LAFC on Saturday at home. Uh, we'll see uh, if no Gareth Bale this time. Uh, we'll see if their attendance suffers because of that, but I, I don't think I'll be there. At this point, it's very likely that I will not be there because of the uh, Kilby Block Party Festival. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's this Saturday, isn't it? But if you, I'm honestly this weekend not wanting to go <laughs> anymore. So if you want to buy my three-day VIP tickets to this festival and you want to do that, you should hit me up on Twitter because I don't really care to go now. I have two of them, what? so... I, I'm going to be there. So if you, you do are end up going. Party? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know at that. Least, so with you know, Jitty's eight months pregnant, so I don't think we're going to go the whole time uh, yeah. and see every band. But uh, Japanese breakfast on Friday, I think would be a great time. Saw them open okay. for Bell and Sebastian and it was spectacular. Yeah. Uh, also a great opener for Bell and Sebastian. It was a very like, I mean, if you've heard Japanese breakfast, it's very different than that. Yeah, uh, and then I think sure. the the lady who is Japanese Breakfast wrote a book recently, right? Was it Crying in H Mart? Yeah, her memoir. I'm not sure, actually, I've not heard of this. Uh, and Jenny really loved it, so I, I guess I'll recommend that from her. I didn't read it, but um, and then yeah. I think it's Sunday. There are some bands I want to. I want. I would love to see Pavement again. Pixies, yeah, I guess, too. would be fun-ish. There are a lot of bands I do want to see. I'm kind of... So are you going to go to the game, or are you going to be... Or, or what I don't are you know, TBD. Yeah, okay. I... Well, friends, I will be uh, at the game for sure. So okay. whether or not okay. Kyle and Matt are there. We'll see. I uh, it, This isn't a commentary on the bands. It's me, it's me just feeling weird about my uh, existence, I guess, and not wanting to go to a music festival. But... Listen, man. Yeah, it's a, um, they're a lot. Yeah, it's it is a lot. I started thinking about the logistics, and I'm just like, oh man, I feel tired. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I have. I also just a little bit of a teaser. Uh, planning a. I, I may be going on a. Not not a real sabbatical, but I'll be gone for maybe up to, like, eleven days starting next Ooh. Thursday. Where are you going? Um, 10 days. Might be doing a, like a great West Coast road trip, like uh, Seattle down to San Diego. Like I, very I slowly that, all yeah. along the coast. I'm just going to drive from here to Seattle and down? Yeah. want to want to go visit my grandparents on Vashon in Seattle mm-hmm. and then go out to the coast and then just very slowly all the way down, baby, and hit my favorite places. And then maybe save a yeah. day or two in, in Carlsbad and North San Diego and then mm-hmm. drive home. I've got the whole week off between next weekend and the weekend after, which is Memorial Day weekend. And I'm thinking of getting a little head start on the Thursday before that week, getting up to Boise, um, working a bit in the morning, then going into Seattle and starting it there. And then spending the rest of that next week, just driving down all the way. So. That's one of my, um, road trips that I've planned like 
meticulously at various yeah. points in my life. Um, I had at one point extended the idea of doing that road trip to making it like a month long thing and yeah. like going up to like Gr- Glacier National and then going up into Canada to up to Banff. Yep. I've done, I've done this over to Prince Edward, Prince George, some small town that has a ferry that goes down to Vancouver and it goes like yeah. all the way down the Canadian coastline. So I have, I've, I've done this, this trip I've done, like I've driven all across the West Coast and you know Western United States in various chunks. The longest I've done a couple that were pretty long, like going up through Glacier to Banff, all the way over to British Columbia, then down yeah. uh, Seattle and back. I've done another that's like Grand Teton, then Glacier, then Waterton, and then like over into into Seattle and down. I've done others that are like directly west to northern california all the way up to the very far cape flattery that most northwestern point on in the united states and then like into seattle and then portland and home i've done all these different like california oregon seattle or washington different road trips this this would be the first time i've ever gone from here to seattle to the coast and then all the way down to california like southern california yeah it's a Um, a a fan i mean we did that in 2021, and it was yeah, it, you did. a lovely road trip. Um, mm-hmm. it, I'm, you'd go through Eureka. I have two recommendations for yeah. you. Please. First is Annie's love... Cambodian Cuisine. I'm going to have was, you remind me, but yes. Yeah, I would love to remind you. Incredible Cambodian food. Just okay. top-notch, uh, very unassuming. Uh, and then there's the... Uh, Oh, what's I forget the name of it. There's a big bagel company mm. in uh, Eureka. Einstein uh, Brothers. <laughs> no, actually, they they make something called Slug Slime, uh, which sounds, sounds awful. Amazing. Most bagels. The other they thing have a about free bagel. Oh, nice! And it's really good. The, the other thing about like that trip and like that area that part of the country is like i genuinely don't care what the weather is like i whatever yeah, whatever the weather is it's like really pretty like when it's sunny yeah. in that part of the country it's amazing when it's like foggy and moody and rainy or whatever that's great too i love all of that so yeah um yeah so that's gonna be probably kicking that off next next thursday potentially we'll see um you should stop in monterey oh we absolutely Absolutely will. Uh, Monterey, Carmel, and then going down through Big Sur. Like I'm not gonna, yeah, not gonna miss that. I love. I used to have um, long time ago. I dated someone, and and her best friend went to UCS or UCMB. Yeah, okay. Monterey Bay. Um, that was awesome. Like going out and visiting her a couple times was great. Um, yeah, just just had a good old time. We'll probably. I mean. Uh, we, we probably won't stay in San Francisco, but it'll be nice to go there. Um, some other yeah. places like North of the Bay that I haven't been in a little while. Um, would love to. Last time I was in the area, we actually stayed in Santa Cruz, and it'd be kind of fun to stay in Santa Cruz again. That's a funny, weird place, but uh, you have a cousin that lives yeah. in Santa Cruz. It's, it's like a, right on the beach in Santa Cruz. It's a it's a dope. very weird town, but it's a it's a fun town. Honestly, I like that. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Anyway, so that's what I got going on coming up, which I'm really excited about. Um, what else is what else is happening? What's uh, what's new in the? And it, we're <laughs> there's not a lot of RSL stuff to talk about because that game was like it's kind of a I mean, the reality is like 
RSL has now held a shutout two times in a row for the first time in a year. That was the first time we've gotten a, sh- a, sh- a ro- sorry, first time we've gotten a shutout on the road in over a year. Oh, um, boy. I don't know the last time we held a shutout two games in a row. It's probably been a little while since then, but um, hmm. two shutout games is that's a big big step for, for for this team after going like fourteen without one. Um, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, um, June 18th, 2022, June 25th, 2022, we beat San Jose 2-0, and then the next game was a 0-0 draw between us and Columbus. Both at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Columbus game was miserable. So although I remember that being, like, we didn't get scored on, but a 0-0 draw at home against Columbus at that time in summer was really, like, where things started going downhill, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it got really tough after that. I remember the tacos weren't there that day too. It was an awful, awful <laughs> evening. <laughs> it was not. I don't even remember having fun that day, like at all. Like normally, when we suck, at least I've had some fun before, and like maybe during and whatever. Back then, I, I there was no fun to be had that day. That's for that's for sure. Currently, if you look at just RSL's last five games played, that includes two Open Cup games. Um, we've gone five in a row without losing. Yeah, that's that's. He- Honestly, huge. <laughs> Our last loss was against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're hitting the part of the season where I shouldn't say it like that. We're, we're improving. We it, went from we four losses in a row um, at the beginning of the season. It is interesting to compare us to like squads in the East Eastern Conference, though. Like, for example, Chicago just fired their coach. They have mm-hmm. the exact same number of points as RSL on the season. Yeah, and there's, um, oh, we don't have to get into that conversation, but him getting fired was extremely unfair. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely like it's not great ownership and GM stuff that they're the ones who should be facing consequences in Chicago. But yeah, that's another conversation that I don't really care to have right now. RSL, like you said, uh, good last five. We are 24th out of 29th in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we are 11th, two games out of the playoff picture in the Western Conference. It's kind of funny when you look at if you look at the table like in FOTMOB and it gives you like a little green thing that shows which team is in a playoff position. It's kind of funny how that green thing just keeps expanding. It goes like through the entire league almost. <laughs> Over here. So now nine teams uh, make the playoffs out of uh, 14. So I mean, it used to in be the a Western joke Conference in, in the Western Conference. It used to be a joke that you would um, that like ha- over half the team or that half the teams in MLS made the playoffs were uh, were pretty well over that threshold now yeah. <laughs> of half the teams making the playoffs. But. but on the other hand, we are only one point out of a playoff position. That's true. That is true. <laughs> good, so. good for us. So silver linings. Um, we still no, have. Do we have the it. worst second word? No, we're not even close to the worst goal differential. No, we're we're chilling. Uh, Sporting Kansas City no, that's beat not true. Seattle we're, over the weekend, which is pretty. We're third funny. worst in the league. Um, they Sporting Kansas City beat Seattle in Seattle. Uh, I should mention. Um, yeah. Awesome result. Hilarious result for all those Rules. involved. Kind of the best of both worlds for us because hate Seattle, hate Sporting Kansas City, and then SKC winning. No sweat off our back at this point. Although it is kind of funny that they're only five points behind us. But hey, listen, we have a game in hand over some of these teams. Um, 
Seattle still at the top. St. Louis as an interesting situation. They um, have lost their last two, so um, including to Chicago. They lost to Chicago. That was uh, the Open Cup, wasn't it? Oh, was that the Open Cup? I thought it was. Yes, you're right. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They play yeah, Chicago in, in on Saturday play, in, MLS. in MLS play. They're actually like they lost to Portland. They drew Colorado. They did smash Cincinnati, but they lost to the Sounders and lost to Minnesota before that. So um, they've been kind of on a downward slide ever since they crushed us. Well, I mean, they That's still won six out of their 10 games. So, yeah, good they're for just us. Their last year. <laughs> They've got great. two, no, not twice as many points as us. Almost twice as many points as ourselves. So mm-hmm. they could be very bad for several weeks, and we still wouldn't be close to them. What do you guys think about the uh, Premier League title race? <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, my hopes are not completely dashed, but like. They know. should be. Sorry to say, um, no. They, I couldn't they tell you be. a single thing about the my, Premier League title. My top race. four, ti- my top four hopes for Liverpool are still alive. Hilariously, so we'll see what yeah. happens there. I think um, that'd be nice for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, top uh, second second place is nothing to seize at, I guess. But it's, I know, mean, as as weird and upsetting as MLS can be, sometimes there's. There's something nice about knowing that you can't come in and just buy a team in terms of like building a team, right? You can't buy everything you need. You are restricted by some mechanisms and that's a frustrating thing sometimes. And it keeps MLS down a little bit, but as a fan of a team in MLS, like that, we can be dead certain it Real Salt Lake is not going to be a team that would invest $50 million into a player. Right. Yeah. And maybe that's the sort of person Ryan Smith is. It's clear that's not David Blitzer, who is not splashing the cash anywhere he owns a club. Like he is building a portfolio. And uh yeah. I don't know. So so at least it keeps it interesting. It does. Yeah. Nonetheless. Um I mean some like yeah. City is is just inevitable, sadly. Like and I I hate it. Um when you think about teams that I was thinking about that 2018, 2019 season where Liverpool had at the time um, the second most points ever by a team in the, in the premier league, which was 97. And the only team to beat them at that time was Manchester city with 98. Like you yeah. play a perfect season. Like that. Um, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I the year before a city had a, had a hundred points, and then the year after Liverpool had ninety nine and won the league. But um, yeah, they're just inevitable, sadly. And uh, yeah, I don't know it sucks sometimes. Liverpool, uh, the city hasn't lost in like twenty. They're beat. They're unbeaten in like twenty three games it's or something. Disgusting. I hate yeah. it so much. Um, KDB's the best last, players in the world. Uh, I know. <laughs> I like the last him. loss was in February against Tottenham. So that that U.S. Open Cup pool, like you mentioned, Trevor. So it's it, we we either play the Rapids, Galaxy, or LAFC. Is that correct? Yeah, if I'm if I'm reading this right, I think that's right. Then I'm we like get drawn that. into that pot, and we get one of those two teams home or away. But Definitely. then they do, like I said, I I think I don't know because they haven't put it out yet. I think that our next opponent would be the winner of the other game. So I think mm-hmm. 
of our next two open cup games, they're going to come out of that same pool. Oh cool. boy. Um, I, be- I believe nice. just go on Twitter to see if anybody has any like updated info, but that's my understanding. Okay. I do know, like I said, they do make the, um, the full bracket tomorrow. So we'll have everything. Ooh, Demir Kralak has a pretty low player rating for that game. Yeah. He wasn't really impactful or good. I felt like he wasn't, he had a hockey assist with the Musovsky thing, but, um, 5.9 is the lowest on the team other than Pierre. Hmm. That's not particularly good. No, that's tough. Uh, but it's it's hard to hard to say otherwise, right? He was like, charged with an error that led to a goal. Um shot accuracy was 0 for 2. Um Yeah. What was that error? I don't know actually. I'll need to rewatch some of those goals, but um Yeah. Yeah. Go, uh, Gomez with an 8.9, Chang with a 9.2. What a player Earth today. Outstanding. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Danny with an 8.1. Danny was really good. Um, very stiff Just player. Didn't get 120 <laughs> minutes of this. Yeah, me too. Anelli yeah. with a 7.5. Anelli looked nice today. He won the most duels in the match with nine. So that's pretty good. I I really like Anelli in the midfield. I think he's a. I think that's a great spot for him. And much, <laughs> much more better natural. in the midfield. Yeah, he looks a lot better. I know he had that one really good game at right back. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. But, I think it was really good relative to the expectations placed on him and the relative performance of the team, which was pretty I, bad. I think that's yeah, that's, that's true to say. Uh, but I think it's pretty clear that mid, he's more comfortable in the midfield. I think he's, uh, yeah. he's playing well. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, how, how has two games coming up this week. Yeah, we've got LAFC at the weekend, and then next Wednesday we play Portland. So it's very possible. That we play LAFC and Portland twice, twice in pretty quick succession. Yeah, um, we play both of those games are at home. LAFC at home, and then Portland. A nice my one of my favored uh, weekday matches at home. Love those uh, against Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little rematch of this one. I think it, we sh- definitely should be expected to beat them. LAFC, of course, like we we talked about, like you know, you should be playing to win every every game at home should be a win. LAFC is better than us, sadly, and they've got better players. But hey, man, crazier things have happened. San Jose just beat them, and we beat San Jose, so we're fine. Yeah, we are just fine. I think that's how it works. Yeah, the nothing is ever property. exactly. Um. Great. I, let's see. They don't, they don't even have like the days that the next game's gonna be. They don't. Yeah. Well, from Master Winning on on uh, Michael Chang tonight, Chang has proven that he's a fantastic player in this league, and he comes up huge when necessary. Master Winning said, "I couldn't be happier for a player who waits patiently for his time, and then when his time comes, he's ready to go." That's what we talk about all the time. You got to be ready to go. And this moment was Chang's moment. So good for him. Although Michael Chang played. Spelled his name wrong. He's pl- he Prince plays a lot of matters. Yeah, but it's fine. So I I, uh, I mean I like my culture. Yeah, he played thirty three games last year, of thirty four available. So he's patiently mm-hmm. waiting to score in this Open Cup game twice, which is great to see. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I mean that's that's nice to say certainly, but I think so too. I I Michael Chang is a person love him. Don't love relying on him. 
as a starting winger, but uh, yeah, I mean, man, he's 32. Yeah, he is 32, but the man can ball out sometimes, and it's great to see. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, if he gets those Justin Mira minutes, perfectly oh, happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm all on board with that. And Chang uh, should have mentioned uh, we started this game in a 3 5 2, I believe. Chang at the 10, um, Oviedo on the left, Gomez on the right. Pierre Delentz or Dienz Pilaire, D- Pilaire, Delentz Pierre, Glad, yeah. and uh, who was our other center back? Tonight? Yeah. We only we had, had two. It was Pierre Glad and Idago were the three on the back line. Oh, Idago was playing center back? Yeah, that's right. Oviedo I mean, ostensibly was on the. Yeah, we were kind of doing this right. midfield. It yeah. was like when we played Aaron Herrera at center back. It wasn't really yeah, yeah, yeah. center back. Right Except we actually had a fullback right on center. the other side. So practically speaking, we played a played a four man back line with Oviedo just pushing. A yeah, little we played a playing forward an asymmetrical uh, formation. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, great. I love asymmetrical formations. I think we should I do, do them too. all the time. Um, especially when favorite you thing to do in FIFA players. is go asymmetrical. Yeah. I think so too. I so, don't know why. Uh, very pleased. <laughs> I love that yeah. we did this again. That's great how that worked out. But yeah, so on that win. And uh, I don't know. I know we're like half an hour short than when we normally end, but it is yeah, 11. It feels 12. weird, yeah. but oh. that last game was the the uh, Houston game was so lackluster. Yeah, it just was like was the thing so, that happened. So little action. I don't you know. take what you can from that game. Like we got yeah. a point. That was good. I don't. Yeah, like, and there's there's gonna be games throughout the season that like. We, <laughs> doesn't matter doesn't matter we just take and go and, and games in texas kind of seem to fall into that category a lot it's like just get, like them, get them like, the cameras get them over like with funny. just go on to the next one there's like this weird malaise about the texas games yeah i don't know, I don't it's know. like the texas song and we can put the song in, i think honestly it, it, i feel like it's just houston more often than not like houston I, is I just about the about the they're, dallas they're, austin is the exception austin's the exception um but even like dallas is kind of the exception houston just for so many years has just been kind of a filler team in mls <laughs> yeah i can't dallas believe is a better team but i still watching the games there it, it feels very mls 1.0 houston has a better stadium everything about houston's in-game environment aside from attendance uh looks a lot better but like I don't know, man. The Texas yeah. games are just tough. I don't like them. Yeah. Kind of how like watching games at the old San Jose Stadium used to feel. It's just like. Oh, I had the best time back at. Uh, oh, what was the name of that stadium? Um, Buckshaw. 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 Yeah. It was a great stadium with metal bleachers. And wasn't it also a stadium that faced east to west? Instead <laughs> I don't of north remember. and south. I mean, it was probably so overcast. The whole time. John, what's his name? John Bush, their old goalkeeper. Oh yeah, like great several base. times throughout the year, I had to put a baseball cap on because the sun uh, would be in his eyes. That, yeah, like I would make the best faces in MLS history. Dude, John Bush was. I miss that character. Yeah, like he was just a fun person to have in the league, to be around the league. He was just a good villain. I miss him. Me too. Speaking of villains, I think it's time that I make my villainous. I don't know where I'm going with this. I think it's just time we end the podcast for the night. I kind of agree. I'm very tired. So. Yeah, you seem tired. Uh, Trevor, <laughs> I'm excited for you to get a CPAP and then you can stay up all night. Yeah, me us. too. Yeah. I'm also happy for you. 
Getting resolution on that must feel good. I mean, we'll see. I shaved my uh, my beard today, and I keep seeing myself in the thing and not recognizing myself because I had this. For anyway, I, I think good it looks night. good. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. It. I've been kind of hiding in the dark, but wow, wow, thanks, guys. We should tell some riddles in the dark. We. <laughs> oh, I'm watching Twin Peaks again. Uh, that's that's oh, how I've been. That's so great. I decided that. to do that anyway. That's all I got. Good. Okay. Well. Oh, good night. Wait, sorry. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Well, this is the last thing. Was minutes minutes ago, so. no, <laughs> this is for you. Sorry, sorry. Last thing. For uh, there are. There's this thing called uh, Jelly Belly makes Scotty dogs, and okay. they are they are licorice flavored. Like, oh, Ma- Matthew, I'm telling you, th- this is the yeah. best gluten free licorice I've ever had because it tastes exact like the texture, the consistency is exactly like licorice, but it's made from just like normal like candy stuff, like just sugar, corn, right. starch, or whatever. Um, like, like, like licorice pink? or black licorice? There's both, and I love both. Okay. All right, my mom see. bought some of these, and they're so good. They taste exactly like licorice. Ounce. Every single time I try have the opportunity to try black licorice, it's one of the things that I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like this, but let's try it just to make sure. And then I try it and I'm like, oh, yep, nope, don't like this. This They really are gluten free. Yes. Every time. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) You have to try them. They're so good. I just placed an order. Okay. (laughs) I was gonna say I'm sure you can get them. They're really, really good. They're like, right. and it's so funny there that they're Scott, like Jelly Belly Scotty dogs, like hilarious, like candy, and they're shaped like Scotty dogs, and they taste exactly like licorice. They're like little licorice bites, and they're just, they're great. Anyway. Okay, okay. sorry, Trevor. It's uh, fine. Enjoy another <laughs> night without the CPAPs, but that's, we're counting down until that's no longer a thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so you can wake up tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Good night.